0: Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. You got your textbook? Let's hold it up. Let's say it together. This is my Bible. I am what it says that I am. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. Today, I will be taught the uncompromised word of God. My mind's alert. My heart's receptive. i will not leave the same as I came in Jesus' name. And every time I come to Church on the Rock, my faith and my life get stronger and stronger. Can you thank God for the word? Thank you for the word. Amen. Well, open your Bible right now, and I hope you have an iPad or a yellow pad or a white pad or your pad to take some notes on today because people who take notes really are serious. I see them as serious students of the word of God. That doesn't mean if you don't take notes, you're not, but it just helps you remember I've worked 40 years for this sermon. Yeah, I've worked 40 years. You're hearing 40 years of anointing, 40 years of experience. And so I think it's worth, you can't remember it if you don't write it down. It's a proven psychological fact, okay? So I just encourage you to start that. You say, I've never been a note taker. Well, today would be a good day to start on a rainy day because I believe what I have to say is gonna help you in the days to come. You know, I'm very positive. I'm not negative. Uh, I'm not a doomsday preacher, but my job is to equip you and to prepare you and to arm you. You and I both see what's going on right now in our country. Persecution against Christians like never before. That's going to increase. If you're not strong, you're not going to stand and you're not going to make it. Look at all the people. Look at all the Christians who fell during COVID. They couldn't handle COVID. There's no way they're going to handle what's coming in the future, okay? Pastor, you're a doomsday. No, no, no. I'm to arm you, prepare you, and equip you, amen, for the days to come. And this is all a part of the end times. This is all a part of prophecy. This is all a part of Jesus coming back. And I hope he comes back before I'm done today, okay? So let's get into this part two, the three pillars of Christian growth. The three pillars of Christian growth. At Church on the Rock, we have a growth mindset. We come to grow. We come to hear, listen, and apply, and serve, okay? We don't come to sit, soak, and sour. We don't come to play church. I know you didn't do that today. You came to learn. We are lifelong learners at Church on the Rock. We have the mindset that God wants us to grow, keep moving forward, and never going back. We read it at the offering right out of the Bible. So uh, we want to grow. How do we grow? Here's what I know. I've been a Christian since I was 11 years old. Christians who aren't growing aren't happy. Christians who aren't growing aren't happy. They're miserable. They're sarcastic. They're bitter. They're angry. They're upset. They're moody. They're, they're, they, they go from season to season with different moods and attitudes. They're up and down, in and out. Christians who aren't growing. Now, I've been a Christian since 11. I've observed them growing up. In my church growing up, my dad, a deacon, mom, Sunday school super. Kim and I have been in the ministry for 50 years almost. So I, I know Christians who aren't growing are troublemakers. Christians who aren't growing, if you're not rowing the boat, you're rocking the boat. Christians who aren't growing have too much time on their hands, okay? But Christians who are growing, man, they're excited about life. They're excited about serving the Lord. They're excited about their one-year Bible. They're excited about 714. They're excited about serving on the dream team. They're excited about going to church. Come on now. Christians who are growing, they want to be in the house of the Lord. They want to raise their children up in the ways of God. They want to take their kids through VBS summer blast. Seriously, Christians who are growing, they want to be around God and God's people and God's program. Okay? So at Church on the Rock, we want to grow. How do we grow? Pastor, how do we grow? We grow the three ways, okay, that we're talking about all summer for the month of June and July and August. Pray for me. Stay with me. I want to help you. I really want to help you get stronger. I really want to help you get stronger. Why are we starting Wednesday nights back? Because we're going to need to be stronger than ever before. We're going to need to work on our core on Wednesday night, okay? So uh, I'm trying to be, you know, great leaders uh, see the future, great leaders see ahead and prepare, trying to prepare our church, our ministry, you as a family for what's coming so that we thrive and don't just survive, right? So we overcome and we're victorious and we achieve our God-given destiny. And when it's all said and done, God's going to say to you, well done, thou good and faithful servant, okay? So uh, how do we grow? All right. In, in June, we're looking at, we grow. We're spirit, soul, and body. Those are the three pillars. We're spirit, soul, and body. I said to you last weekend that Christianity is like technology. <laughs> when technology's working, it's great. But when it isn't, it's not so great. Christianity is wonderful. When it's working, when it's not working, you're miserable. I don't want anybody to be miserable in this house. I want you to be happy. Happy are those who trust in the Lord, right? Happy are those who know their God, happy. We should be the happiest people on the planet as a born again Christian. That's according to the word of God. Not the most miserable, not baptized in lemon juice, right? Not an old sourpuss, but we should be the happiest people on the planet because of whose God we serve and we know how this thing all ends in Jesus' name. So we read the end of the book, right? We know how it ends. All right, so, so it's real important then you understand that we want this thing to work. I want it to work for you, Christianity. So to do that, you have to know your identity. There's a lot of things going on right now about identity. I never thunk in my whole lifetime. I never see anything like this. Am I a male or a female? Uh, What what does the home look like? What does the family look like? You know, this is crazy what is going on. Wanting to know their identity? Well, you and I find our identity in Christ. In Christ, we find our identity. And your identity is spirit, soul, and body. You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. Tripart being. Now, you have to know that identity in order to grow and function and understand. For example, Pastor, you know, I got saved here at Church on the Rock about a year ago, and you know what? I still think crazy thoughts will join the human race, right? Join the church, amen? You know, Pastor, I got saved here about a year ago, got water baptized, going through grow track. I'm on the dream team, I'm a tither, and I'm a giver, but Pastor, I still have stupid behaviors and attitudes. I still think wrong, do wrong things, say wrong things, do things I don't want to do. And the things I want to do, I don't do. Why is that, Pastor? I thought I'm a Christian. I thought I got born again. You did, your spirit. But your soul didn't get saved. And your body isn't saved. Your soul isn't saved. And your body isn't saved. The only thing, last weekend, we had 65 hands raised in this auditorium. People making a decision for Christ. And those people who did it for the very first time. Only thing that happened to them was their spirit got born again. Their soul hasn't yet, nor has their body. That's how you can be a Christian and think like a sinner. Okay? And when you understand that, then you won't quit or give up on your Christianity, but you'll keep working your salvation out with trembling and fear. That's a scripture in the book of Philippians. We're to work our salvation out through fear and trembling. Okay. So say it with me. Spirit, spirit soul, soul, and body. You feed your spirit. You renew your mind and you control your body. That's Christian growth. You feed your spirit. You re- your soul is your mind, your will and your emotions. And you know, your brain and your mind are two different things brain and mind is not the same thing so as a christian i have to understand here's my identity in christ i am a spirit i have a soul and i live in a body and the only thing that got saved when i got born again was my spirit okay my soul is getting saved my body will be saved got past present future past present future spirit past Soul, mind, thought, will, emotions, present, body, future. And when a person understands that, then they won't, they won't give up when going gets rough. They understand why they make mistakes and they fall short, and we all do. They understand when they don't do what they should do and do what they don't want to do. And when they do that, they won't walk away from the church and backslide and give up on God and say it doesn't work. It works if you're skilled in knowing how it works, okay? you got to be skilled in knowing how it works. You're a three-part being. You're spirit, soul, and body. You see, Pastor, does not everybody know that? No. Just go out into the lobby of any church in St. Louis this morning and ask them the difference between soul and spirit. Most don't know. They think it's the same thing. It is not the same thing. You are spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. Your spirit got saved. Your soul is getting saved. Your body will be saved. Now, just that right there was worth brushing and flossing your teeth and coming to church today. Amen? So let's get right into it today then. Let's find our identity. Let's go, if we could, to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 through 23. We okay so far? What I just shared with you, most Christians don't have a clue on. How do you know that? I've been a Christian for 50 years. Most Christians don't know this. Most people who go to church haven't a clue of what you're hearing about today. So in everything, give thanks. What does that take? Mature Christianity, right? For you and I to thank God, not for, not for. Now I teach this for 40 years and I'll still hear people say, well, I thank God for that. I don't thank God for bad things. I thank God. In bad situations. Please get that straight. Daniel didn't thank God for the lions in the lion's den. He thanked God, you know, while he was in the lion's den. Paul and Silas at midnight. After midnight. We're going to let it all at, Okay. At midnight, Paul and Silas were worshiping the Lord, thanking God in prison, not for the prison, and the jail doors opened. When you and I can get to a point, but I can thank God in any situation, good, bad, or ugly. We're in what we would call spiritual maturity. Okay. in everything give thanks. So this is a goal for you and me. Do we ever achieve it all? No, no, but we work on it. We're to work out our salvation every day in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So I find the will of God in Christ Jesus. I find the will of God in Christ Jesus. I find the will of God in Christ Jesus. I find my identity, not in our culture, but in Christ Jesus. I find my identity not in trends, popularity, or peer pressure. I find, oh, that was good pastor. I find my identity in Christ Jesus. Remember, in everything give thanks for this is the will of God, in christ jesus for you so today lab a little lab right here if i'm frustrated and i don't know the will of god for my life all you need to do is start praising him start thanking him for everything he has done everything he is doing everything he's going to do and you get in the will of god you get in the will of god you got to get in the will of god to see the will of god you got to get in the will of god to see the will of god You get in the will of God through praise and worship and thanking him for everything he has done, everything he is doing, everything he plans on doing. You get in the will of God so you can see the will of God. Do you understand that? The will of God is revealed to us through steps. You know, right now, our interns that we're so thankful to have from all over the world. I'm teaching a class on the leader and their vision and how to know the will of God for their life. You don't want to miss the will of God for your life and the will of God is not a blueprint. The will of God is a scroll. What do you mean? Blueprint, you open it up, you see everything at once. A scroll, you see little by little. The will of God is a scroll. You see little by little. You achieve the will of God little by little. You achieve the will of God and know the will of God step by step. So when I get in the will of God, through mature Christianity. So I don't wanna know how long somebody prays in the spirit, rolls on the floor, foams in the mouth, hangs in the chandelier, jumps across the pews. You see, pastor, does that really happen? Been there, didn't do that, saw that, got the T-shirt, okay? No, I don't wanna know, you know how many books of the Bible you know. I don't wanna know how many script. I don't wanna know how long you've been in the church. I wanna know how do you respond on a difficult day? That's spiritual maturity, okay? Now, have we arrived? No, but we're pressing. We're pressing. We're moving forward. We're learning, all right? Next verse, verse 19. Do not quench the spirit. Don't quench the Holy Spirit. Can we quench the Holy Spirit? Yes. Do we want to? No, because he's gonna show you the future and how you can prepare your family and your life and how you can prepare yourself. He'll show you things to come. We don't want to quench him. Words that we say can quench him. Associations we run with can quench him. Things we look at can quench him. Things we're listening to can quench him. We need to know what the Spirit likes and what the Spirit doesn't like. I have uh, Richard Roberts coming this summer to church here. Richard Roberts, old Roberts' son. I said, Richard, I want you to teach on being filled with the Spirit, praying in tongues, and how to interpret your own tongues. And so that's what he's going to come and help us to learn how to do even better. All right. Next verse. Do not despise prophecies. Now, you need to know how to judge and test prophecies. People who give you prophecies in small groups or Bible studies or home groups. If it doesn't line up with the word, then toss it out. If it doesn't line up with the word, then toss it out. You test every prophecy, every word anybody's giving you with the word of God. If it's not in the word of God, then it was their white castle. They had the night before. Okay. Next verse, and I like white castle, by the way, test all things, hold fast to what is good. Hold on to the prophecies. The words that have been spoken over you. When you go through things you don't understand, don't throw out what you learned. Don't doubt what you've been taught. Okay. Hang on to it. Next verse, verse 22, abstain from every form of evil. Verse 23. Here's our text. Now, may the God of peace, and we're all looking for peace right now. May the God of peace himself sanctify you. Sanctify means to separate. Separate you completely. You're unique. God has a plan for you. There's no one has your DNA. There's no one that has uh, the number of hair on your head. God knows all that about you and me. He set us apart for such a time as this. He set you apart completely completely. So he wants you to be complete. He wants you to have a full life. He wants your Christianity to be full. I told you last week, the university came and I went to, their motto was this, the whole gospel for the whole man. God wants you whole, spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body. June is spirit, July is soul, and August is body at Church on the Rock this summer. At the end of the summer, we're gonna be more complete. We're going to be more whole, more fulfilled. We're going to be stronger than ever before, more confident than ever before. Come on, somebody. Don't patty cake. Come on. Let's give God. Do with all your might. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, may the God of peace sanctify you completely. And we said last week how you get in tune with God. I gave you the illustration of my 63 Corvette split window if you'll inject it. Now, let me give you this week. I like guitars. I don't, I'm not very good at playing guitars. I don't spend much time. But I love guitars, and I love to play when I can learn how to play. I have a little device called a tuner, okay? I take that little tuner out because I, I can't do it by ear yet. So I take that little tuner out, and I begin to tune my guitar. And that little tuner gets me in tune with the guitar. Then I make beautiful music together, right? Same thing with God. I've got to get in tune with God to be able to flow with God. How do I get in tune with God? Through getting into peace. The Bible says pursue peace with everything you have. Pursue peace with everything you have. Did you hear what your pastor said? Yeah. Pursue peace. If that means, if it means what it says, then look at the relationships that are bringing drama into your life. Look at the music. Look at the people. Look at the things Look at what you're hearing, reading, doing. Is it bringing peace or turmoil and drama? Okay? So we're to to pursue peace because when we get into peace, we hear God's voice. You can't hear God's voice while you're stressed out and anxious. Can't do it. You got to get into peace. Got to get into peace. Do you remember when Moses was leading the children of Israel out of Egypt into the promised land and they came to the Red Sea? Remember what God told him, stand still and hold on to your peace. Whoa. Some of us right now in the battle that you're in, you need to stand still, see the salvation of the Lord and hang on. Hold on to your peace. He's the Prince of peace. He's the God of peace. He's the spirit of peace. If I want to be in tune and hear God, I've got to get into peace. Okay. So he's the God of peace. May he your whole, here it is everybody spirit soul and body be preserved blameless into the coming of our lord jesus christ i know a lot of people don't believe he's coming back i know a lot of people scoff at the rapture and the second coming but it's biblical and i'm living as if he could come right now notice we're to keep our eyes on the return of christ if our eyes are on the return of christ we are eternity minded we are eternity minded we realize what we do in this life will determine our role responsibility and rewards in the next life if i'm eternity minded if i really believe he could come back today and i want him to come back today the bible says you should and expect him to come back today the bible says we should then that will change the way that I'm living. If I believe he could come at any moment, it's going to change my priorities, my values, my habits, my activities, my investments, and my relationships. If I really believe he's coming back anytime, time, then I'm going to change my routine, my habits, my associations. I'm going to make some changes in my life. I'm going to make my life count knowing he could come back at any time. Oh, can we give God a thank you for that? Thank you, Lord. Even so, come back quickly, Lord. Even so, come back quickly. All right? So let's go. Are you, are you all up with me so far? I know it's rainy, but you all are doing so good. Amen? The, let's go back. Uh, faithful as he who's called you. He will also do it. All right? Amplified Bible. Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances might be. Thank God for everything, no matter what the circumstances might be. Be thankful and give God thanks for this is the will of God. This is the amplified translation paraphrase for you who are in Christ Jesus, the revealer and the mediator of that will. Would you please extract revealer and mediator? So when you and I are praising the Lord, he reveals the will of God and then he mediates and brings you together with the will of God. He reveals it and then he attaches you to it. Do you remember I said you got to get in it to see it? you got to get in it to see it, and you get in it through Thanksgiving. you got to get in it to see it. He's the revealer. He'll reveal it to you, but then he'll attach you to it and bring it to pass in your life. I love that. Verse 19, amplified, paraphrase of the Bible, do not quench or suppress or subdue the Holy Spirit. You know, one of the things in a church setting that quenches the Holy Spirit is a hurried spirit. A hurried spirit quenches the Holy Spirit. That's why, y'all, and you've all have been so good. I'm so proud of you. We're, we've extended our services just a little bit longer, and I'm doing that to get you in the spiritual gym, okay? Now, I'm not, I'm not bragging. You pray for me, okay? But I work out with my son Daniel. We do CrossFit. Our workouts are two hours a day. Two hours I'm in the gym a day, okay? I'd a lot rather be there an hour. I have a hurried spirit in the gym. Can anybody? Can I have a witness in the house? But see, I know my coach and my trainer who lives in San Diego, I know he wants me to get stronger, so he's giving me more to do in the gym. So I'm spending more time in the gym. Conviction City, praise the Lord. So I can't go to church and have a hurried spirit and grow. I've been doing this all my life. I can't go to church and have a hurried spirit. So we come against a hurried spirit at Church on the Rock. I bind it as the head of this church under the head of the church. I rebuke it, cast it out. Can't have any time here. We're going to have revival. We're going to have a move of God. Our families are going to be born again. We're going to walk in the will of God. We're going to make a difference with our life in Jesus' name. Next verse, verse 20. Do not spur the gifts and the utterance of the prophets. Do not uh, depreciate prophetic revelation. Wow. Or inspired instruction and exhortation. Next verse. Verse 21. But test and prove all things. Remember I told you your filter is the word. What does the word say? Until you can recognize what is good to hold fast to that. So some Christians can't recognize what's good and what's bad. Some, he's talking to the church. Some Christians don't know what's good and what's bad. So how do you find out? You get in the word and you test it through what does the word say? If it lines up with the word? It's good. It doesn't line up with the word. It's bad. Verse 22, abstain from all evil, shrink from it, keep aloof from it, whatever form, whatever kind it might be. Verse 23, and may the God of peace. Thank you, Lord sanctify you through and through, separate you from profane things, make you pure, holy, consecrated to God, that your spirit, that's June, soul, that's July, body, that's August, be preserved sound and complete and found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Can we have a little praise bake real quick? Praise God. Amen, 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 amen. So spirit, soul, and body spirit soul and body so our spirit we're gonna have communion if the guys could come out uh, our spirit is what gets born anew and get born again our soul you and i work on that until jesus comes back that's our one-year bible that's renewing our mind that's why we can be saved but not think like a christian okay so our spirit got saved your soul is getting saved And if you're not in the word, then that process is a whole lot slower. If I'm not in the word, then the process of renewing my mind or changing the way I think is slower. If I want to grow quicker, then I get into a plan of personal growth. If I want to grow quicker, then I got to get into the one year Bible and even go further than that. Okay. And then I'll begin to grow quicker because your spirit got saved. Your mind is getting saved, and you get a new body in the resurrection. Now, may the God of peace, here it is again, who's the author and the giver of peace. So where should we go when we want peace? To God. Where should we go? To God. Not the world, but to God. He is the author and the giver of peace, who brought again from among the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep. Notice he's the great shepherd, capital S, of the sheep. By the blood that sealed and ratified the everlasting agreement, covenant, and testament. So notice that He's the giver of peace, and He's the one and only one, Jesus Christ, who can make us whole by His shed blood, our spirit, soul, and body. I'm out of time. Did I help anybody today grow closer? Come on, can you think? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Can we just praise him for the word right now in Revelation? God, just speak to us today, Lord. Just talk to us today, Father. We want to put you in our thoughts, 724. We want to draw closer to you, God. We want to know you and the power of your resurrection. Thank you, Father, for helping us find our identity. Thank you for helping us to understand Christianity, that we're spirit, soul, and body. And, and Father, we find out who we are, what we have, and what we can do. We begin to understand why we do the things we do why we don't do what we should do and do what we shouldn't do but father we're growing we're changing we're going from glory to glory we're getting closer we're getting better we're getting more skilled in the word of god hallelujah 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 thank you father thank you father hallelujah best days ahead for church on the rock for this family, for this congregation. I thank you, Father, for it. We're getting stronger. Our foundation's going deeper. I thank you we hear your voice. We're your sheep. You're our shepherd. We make the right choice in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We're going to serve communion right now. And if you didn't get the elements on the way in, would you raise your hand? Usher be glad to bring you the elements right now. Make sure everybody has it. But let's bow our heads for just a second before we partake of a holy table, communion table together as a spiritual family. There, you at home, you can do it right there where you're at. Get juice or cracker or, or or bread or whatever. The power is not in the elements. The power is remembering the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. But let's bow our heads and close our eyes. And everybody online, I encourage you, if you could, to. Serve yourself and your family communion. But before you do, we want to make sure we judge ourselves, we examine ourselves, make sure we're right with God, with our fellow man. You're watching online and you say, Pastor, I'm not right with God. You talked about the God of peace. You talked about complete Christianity, a mature spirituality. You talked about what that looks like and how to develop it and how to do it. I want God. I want the God of peace. I need peace pray for me today or pastor I'm a Christian I love the Lord but I need to get back I need to get right I need to reset I need to recommit and dedicate pray for me here in this room as well you see pastor that's me right now I know I need God I'm here searching looking wanting I need God I don't need a religion I don't need churchianity but pastor I need the God of peace I need the peace of God in my life today or Pastor, same thing I'm a believer. I love the Lord, but I know that we're in very dangerous times, and I know I can't be playing games with God. I want to get right with God right now. Pray for me. Heads are bowed. Eyes are closed. If that's you, no one's going to come to you, but just slip your hand up real quick. Just wave it at me. Just slip it up high. Wave it at me. Thank you. God bless you. Christians are praying under their breath. Online, punch the button on your device right there. There's someone to pray with you if you need prayer right now live. Okay, everybody, let's pray this prayer. You put your hands down. Heavenly Father, Father. everybody together. Heavenly Heavenly Father, I repent. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He died for me, and He rose again. Jesus, come into my life, come into my heart. I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with the Holy Spirit take my life, and make a difference. In Jesus' name, amen. What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family, being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're a part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.